if God has done something, let us know. We like, we like to share. We like to hear, amen, of the miraculous things that he's doing, both physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually. Let us know what's going on, amen, because the word tells us we overcome by the blood of the lamb and what? The word of our testimony, amen. Your testimony may be all someone else needs to, to provoke them, amen, to another level. But if you just keep it to yourself, the enemy might try to come and steal it from you. Sometimes I hear people say, well, I don't want to say nothing because I didn't know if it was. Oh, you better say something. Before he steal it, then you'd be wondering what happened. Amen. Wait, hold on, Sierra. We want to make sure everyone hears you. Amen. It's funny that you say sharing and uh, letting everybody know because I've been – I live in faith for like a year and a half now, and um, when I first got here, I was like, I really, I really didn't even have a church home before that, and so I, I never really gave offerings or like continually paid my tithes. Um, so I started paying it, and I started paying it, and you know, even when I was like, oh, I don't, I don't really think I can afford it, I would just give, you know. And I just want to say that um, God has been faithful ever uh-huh. since I started paying my tithes. Like. I'm, I'm gonna be, I have to just be real about that because I have never hurted for anything since I started paying my tithes. Like, even if I, like, don't get my hours at work or I don't get this or I don't get that, like, right. when I pay my tithes, God gives it back to me. And I make, he makes sure that everything is taken care of. So I just I wanted to share that because, you know, I was one of the people like, oh, what if I don't give this week? But God has been so good and faithful to me financially since I give. So I'm, I'm not hurting. So if you really – if you really are one of the people that were like me, like debating it, do it, and God will give back to you. Even if it's like you said, if you only got a dollar, give your 10 cents, because he'll make sure that you get $2 next time and you can give Come 20 on. cents. So. That's how he operates. Come on, give God some praise. Amen. You know, because we just got to get to a place we believe God. Amen. And, and, and do it like he said do it. And if we just, if we just trust him, God can show himself strong. Amen. And that wasn't no setup, y'all. I, I, <laughs> they, they planted her in the crowd. So, no. <laughs> that ain't no setup. We thank God for our sister Sierra. Amen. But truly, we got to get to that place. Amen. God's doing great things. Share it. Let people know. Let you know. Don't don't be afraid or ashamed. Amen. I thank God for Elder Giles. Amen. A great example. Amen. Breaking out of that shell. Amen. You know, like he he didn't tell y'all the other part. He said, I. I it, Lord asked him to give him his reputation. You know, see, sometimes, you know, Jesus came and he made himself of no reputation. Amen. Sometimes we're trying, we trying to protect our rep. Don't protect it. Give it up. Amen. Let him have it. And he said he will not make you ashamed. Amen. But as, as he was saying, we, we're going to deal with some things this morning. Amen. Some patterns. Anybody got any patterns in their life? I just say it like this, y'all all got patterns, amen, everybody got patterns, amen, and we're we going to dig into it some, so yeah, if y'all just give me some time this morning, amen, we done sung, and we done, you know, had communion, and we done testified, amen, and now we're going to get into the word, is that all right, amen, what is a pattern, a pattern is a, a, it's a discernible regularity in the world or in uh, man-made design, amen, such as you know, we, we got patterns all around us, amen, and, and patterns, amen, are, are things that are predictable, they're repeated, amen, and, you know, you got patterns on your clothes, amen, you got patterns in your head, oh, let me, let me, let me settle down, because I can get started right there, amen, but see, we, so, so, there's patterns all around us, amen, so, you know, when we stop and think about it, everything, Everything, amen, you know, that in, in learning and even in creation, amen, we see patterns. Amen, if God used patterns, then I think it's a good idea for us to follow patterns. Amen? I mean, think about your human DNA. Amen, it's, 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 it's a pattern, amen, of how we are built. Amen, it's a pattern of who we are, amen. See, one thing, you know, when God creates, created Adam, he laid on a perfect pattern. Amen. That's why when he got ready to create Eve, 
He didn't start over. Hello? When he, when he, when he made, you know, little Amelia, he didn't start over. He just took some of Sarah and, and Jerry's DNA and said, we're going to work from this pattern. Amen. And now he, once he gets that pattern going, he'll customize it, you know, and, and he'll individualize it. But he starts with the same pattern. Amen. Eve was made from Adam's pattern. Amen. So we, we can think that if God has enough sense to do that, what's wrong with us? I mean, that's the building block of mankind. Everything that we do, we, we begin to look at it, amen. Like I said, he's not starting over. He set in motion, amen, the pattern of reproduction, and we still got it going on today. Amen. God, he ain't going to work himself crazy. Think about it. If a car manufacturer did not use the same pattern over again, he's going to make a different car every day? No, but he customized it. He painted a different color. He may give it a different interior, amen, but the pattern is the same. Until after a few years, they get tired of that look. Then they do what? They cut up a new mold, amen, new fenders, amen. A lot of it's still the same underneath. Y'all just don't know that. Amen. But see, they, they'll, they'll redesign it somewhat so it looks new and fresh, but they're still working from Henry Ford's assembly line pattern. All the way back then, amen, to make it affordable unto us. We, we got to stop and realize all of creation. Go with me to Genesis, the first chapter. Hallelujah. You know, and God even makes, you know, some of the patterns adaptable, amen, for our for our growth, amen, for our protection, for our survival. But it all goes back to that same thing. Look at Genesis 1, 26. I'm just going to hit these scriptures real quick because we got some space to go. Genesis 1, 26 through 29, it says, And the Lord, and God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. In other words, what? He started with his own self. You can't get no better than that. Uh, to make us in his image and after his likeness, after his pattern, amen, it, it don't get no better than that. So we realize everything goes back to God. All of it. As we begin to recognize. And in 27 verses, it says, so God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. How? After the pattern he put in us. Amen. That's how we have to do it. 29, it says, And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed. What's in the seed? The pattern. Amen. That's why it's bearing the seed. We're we going to see. I just want to lay this out before us, amen, so we have a foundation to know that patterns are good, amen. The right pattern is good and strong, amen, and will function in our lives, amen. He said, bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree into which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. He said, in the tree is the seed, amen, the fruit of the tree is in the tree. That's in the seed. That's in the tree. So it's reproducing itself over and over again. God is not going to work himself crazy. Amen. Hello. Man, to you it shall be from me. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, now drop down, amen. Go to Genesis 1. We're still in one. Back up to the 11th verse. See, he didn't just start with Adam. Before he got to Adam, God was working with patterns. Amen. 11th and 12th verse says this, and God said, let the earth bring forth grass and herbs yielding seed and fruit trees yielding what? Fruit after his kind. Okay, do you see the pattern? And whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herbs, yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielded fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. This is a good way to do things, to set a pattern so it can just flow like I designed it from the very beginning. Hold on to that thought. And then we go down to the 21st verse. It said, And God created great whales. And every living creature that moved, he ain't got to Adam yet. 
Okay, we just jumped there first just to lay some foundation. And every living creature that moved, which the waters brought forth abundantly after what? Their kind, their pattern. And every winged fowl after his pattern. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them in say, saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the, sea, in, in the seas and let the fowl multiply in the earth. Verse 24, and the Lord and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind. Now, I'm driving this point home on purpose, okay? I think y'all get it, but I'm going to just drive, you know, it's like driving that nail all the way home. Amen? Hallelujah. Cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so. So God didn't make no mistake. If he made it a bird, it's a bird. Hello? After the pattern. If he made it a frog, it's a frog. If it's a dog, it's a dog. If it's a male, it's a male. Oh, you done, you done got into some territory over there. God didn't make no mistake. He's using a perfect pattern. Hello. Thought I'd throw that in there. Hallelujah. Amen. 25 says what? And God made the beast of the earth after his kind and the cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. Hallelujah. He didn't make no mistakes. Amen. So all we need to do is open our eyes and see. Amen, that there's patterns all around us, weather patterns, amen, whatever it might be. We see it, amen, and we can, we can read a lot of those things, but we miss the patterns going on in our own lives. Did I just say that? Hello. So, where are we going with this? Might ask. That got to be in there. Amen. Well, let me ask you, amen, why do we come to church? Why do we, we, we go to school today, to college? Why why do do young men, amen, want to be mentored by the gangbanger, amen, because he's got all the bling? Why 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 do young men and women seek after sports because they, they see the lifestyle that it brings? Why why do we seek somebody else that's down the road, a coach or a mentor, somebody that can help us and, and take us to that place? Amen? Because why? We want to emulate them. We want to see how they got there, what they did. We're trying to find out, amen. Why do we go to conferences? Why do I go to conferences? Why do I? Because I'm looking. I want. I want to make sure I'm, I'm getting the right patterns, amen. From someone who's down the road further than I am, amen, and doing the thing that I desire to achieve, amen. Good, bad, or indifferent, amen. We are looking for somebody to show us the pattern to get there. We're looking for some way, amen. Because just think about it. We are not smart enough to do it on our own. born, amen, your brain was like a brand new hard drive, never been plugged in, empty, void of knowledge, void of understanding, didn't even know how to feed yourself, but somebody had to show you, this is the pattern, had to show you, amen, and how many, how many of us, you don't even remember putting the food on your nose, huh? Getting it all up on your forehead and on your ear. Amen. So we, we had to have somebody to instruct us, amen, on how to do the basic things of life. Amen. So the, the bottom line is we're looking for somebody. Amen. And where does it all go back to? God. Amen. But we look everywhere else sometimes rather than going to him. Amen. And going to his word and the instruction that he gave us on how to live. Oh, we got to consider, amen, what patterns that we're following. Go to Philippians 3, 17. Mm. Yeah, we want, we want to download, amen. We, we want somebody to give it to us quick, amen. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Philippians 3, 17 says, Brothers, be followers together of me. Mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example or for a pattern. Amen. For many walk, oh my goodness, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, 
that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. Amen. So now Paul is telling me, he said, now follow me because I'm warning you. There's others that you can follow, but they're not going to lead you where you need to go. They're going to point you toward the world. Children, they're going to point you toward the wrong thing. Amen. But if you're following an example of Christ, amen, you'll arrive at the right destination. You know, even as I shared with the people on yesterday, look, there's only one way we can conquer death. And we are made, we're supposed to conquer death. Amen. And that's through Jesus Christ. Without him, death will have the victory, amen, over your existence. Amen. So we want, we want to conquer that, amen. So, so we got to decide, amen, what examples, what patterns are we choosing to follow in our lives, amen? Who is where we want to be, amen, and are we willing to do what it takes to follow, to follow that pattern, to learn the way to do it in order to get there? Are we still looking for shortcuts, coming up with our own idea, our own way, our own method? Romans 16. Hallelujah. Let's go over there. 17th verse. Look what it says. It said, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them, for they, he said, what do it? Avoid them. Is it right? Contrary to what you've learned from the word of God, from the pattern of his word. Amen. It says, avoid them, for they are such they that are such serve not the Lord Jesus Christ, but their own bellies. In other words, the flesh. Amen? And by good works, listen to this part, and by good words and fair speech, deceive the hearts of the simple. Sound like what they're saying is good. They got good words, flowery words. Amen. And if we're not careful, amen, if we haven't looked into the word, if we don't know what we're doing, we will be deceived because it sounds good. But if it don't line up with the word of God, that's why the Bible says study to show yourself approved. Amen. If it don't line up with the word of God, it says what? Avoid them. There's good patterns to follow and there's bad patterns to follow. Look what the Apostle Paul, amen, in 2 Timothy, the first chapter, amen, was talking to Timothy, and look what, look what he told him in verse number 8. <laughs> Who's that elder black man got a, he got an audio Bible. This just going to town over there. <laughs> oh, amen. That's one way to do it. I can beat that preacher. Amen. But 2 Timothy Look, look, look what he told Timothy. Second Timothy, the eighth verse, he said, So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Now listen to what he's telling him. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He said, Don't be afraid of the testimony, ashamed of the testimony uh, of the Lord or of the things you see me going through. In other words, he said, let, let me read that, that verse to you out of the Amplified Bible. He said, do not blush or be ashamed then to testify to and for our Lord, nor of me a prisoner for his sake. But with me, take your share of the suffering. All right? To which the preaching of the gospel may expose you and do it. In other words, take your share of the suffering that's going to come for living for God, for preaching it, not just with your words, but with your life. Your life should be a sermon to everybody around you. Amen. And sometimes that, that sermon is going to convict people. Amen. And, you, and they're, going, they're not going to like you because it brings your light, brings light into their darkness. Amen. It brings conviction on them. And, and therefore, you're going to go through some suffering. Amen. Some people ain't going to like you. Amen. From family members to strangers that may not like you because you are the gospel. You are the church. You are the example. You are the light in the midst of darkness. And things are going to come against you. 
But he said, take your share. What you've seen me suffer, you've seen me go through, amen, you've seen me get, Paul, Paul had been through some stuff, and he's telling Timothy, you saw me go through all this, don't be dissuaded, now it's your turn to do it. Follow the pattern, follow the example you've seen in me, it's your turn to stand and go through something rather than be quick to cut and run. When the going gets tough, what's it say? The tough get going, but it's too often when the going get tough, the cowards cut out. No, it's time for us to stand, amen, and be ready to, to fight the good fight of faith, amen. It's time, amen, take, take your part of the persecution. Ain't no one promised you this going to be a flowery bed of ease. They crucified our Lord. And he said, if you want to be like him, amen, why do you think everybody going to be in love with you because you're proclaiming the gospel? No, that, that's not how this is going to work. But he's letting him know, follow the pattern. Go do do what I'm what I've shown you to do. See, we, we got a foundation in the word. We just gotta decide if we're gonna stand on the foundation. It's not slippery, it's not unlevel. Amen. We just get shaky if we don't keep our mind and our heart focused on God. To do it his way. Amen. So it's our turn. Just just tell somebody next to you, just do it. I'm gonna tell the other person, just do it. Come on, sometimes we just need to stop whining and complaining and start winning. Amen? It's time to rise up, amen. You know what? I'm tired of the enemy getting over, amen. You might knock me down, but you ain't going to knock me out. Uh, I'm going to get right back up and I'm going to keep on fighting because I know the Lord's on my side. And if he let me get knocked down, it's for a reason. Uh, Amen? So I'm going to rise back up and do what he told me to do. Look at look at the um, Second Timothy. Let's look at the ninth verse. Amen. Look as we read on. He said, and I'm in the NIV. Okay. He has saved us and what called us to a holy life. What kind? Now, which one of us knows how to live a holy life? So we need a pattern. Amen. We need, we need someone that can show us how it's done. Amen. But, but because of anything, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace, because of his own purpose, he's called us to a holy life for his purpose and by his grace so that we can be able to do it. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. This ain't nothing new. It was prepared for you before you were prepared for it. Think about that. Amen. But it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death. Let's not just say he took took the sting out of death. Amen. And now we got the victory. And has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And of this gospel, now listen to what he says here. I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. He said, of all this, I was called to to speak it out and to teach it. Appointed to do this. This is why I am suffering as I am. He said, wait a minute, Paul, Paul, he's connecting the dots here. He said, I was called to emulate this. I was called to teach this, and that's why I'm suffering. That's why I don't think y'all get me. Huh? You wonder why you're going through? You wonder why people come against you? You wonder why struggles are coming in your life? Things are happening, amen? Why Why people don't like Pastor David so much? Why? Because I was called to this, and for that reason, I'm suffering because I was called to it, amen, to walk it out in an unpopular world Amen. But to live it out and to walk it out and to suffer it. Amen. Why? It's par for the course. It's not surprising God. Amen. So we got to get to the place to where it no longer surprises us. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come against us. The enemy does not like us. The world hates us. So why do we think everything is going to go good all the time? So it's easy. Amen. You know, as long as we make up our mind to Follow the pattern. 
because how many of us know that we're going to suffer in the world anyway? You know, you might, you might, you know, decide to, to leave the pattern of Christ behind. Amen. And you might say, oh, it's easy. I remember before I got saved, I could go where I wanted to do, spend my money like I wanted to do, everything I wanted to do, had nobody to answer to. You know, I, I was my own man. I mean, just living large, amen, minding my own business. Huh? Then God called me to salvation and ultimately into ministry. And now I got to do it his way. Y'all hear what I said? I got to do it his way. No, really, my mind is I get to do it his way. If I'm going to suffer, let me suffer for a reason. If I'm going to go through, let me do it for something that matters. Because I was going through stuff before I came to him. I just didn't want to admit it. Huh? Amen. But see, when I came to him, now there's a reason for what I'm going through. Amen. And I'm going through, amen, for his glory. Amen. And I'm not afraid or I'm not ashamed anymore any longer of the things that befall me in this life. Why? Because he already knew it was going to come my way before it got my way. He already knew, amen. We just saw, amen. He saw it before the foundation of the world. But he called us to a place, amen, to walk and to live for him. Now, are we going to answer the call or are we going to run? Amen. So he said, this is why I'm suffering as I am, because God called you to represent him. He called you, amen, to follow his pattern. And then he goes on to say, yet this is no cause for shame. Y'all see that? No cause for shame, because I know who I have believed, wow, and am convinced that he is able to guard and to and what I have entrusted to him unto that day. He's able to guard it. I, I, what, 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 what can we entrust to God? Our life. Our eternity. Amen. Our future. And, and he's able to cover me. He's able to get me through all these things. The 13th verse is what? Come on, y'all. We, we, got, we got to make up our mind. That we're going to hold on. And we're going to do it God's way. What you heard from me. Keep. As the pattern, y'all see that, of sound teaching, which with faith and love in Jesus Christ. We got to do it his way. We got to follow the right pattern, amen. Otherwise, amen, we're going to keep floundering all over the place, trying to figure something out, out when he's already given us a perfect model, a perfect pattern, amen, to follow. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that that word is resounding in our mind by the time we leave here. Pattern, pattern, pattern. You know, I was thinking about, you know, last night as I was thinking, looking at this, like, wow. I remember, you know, years ago when my wife wanted, you know, she was, she said something about it here not too long ago. Amen. We was getting ready to go to a fellowship meeting, and she didn't, she wanted to dress, so I, they went to bed. So I went to the closet, and I pulled out one of her dresses, and I, I took the dress, and I used it as a pattern for makeup. So when she got up in the morning, amen, the new dress was hanging there. You know, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's why I did hers and I did the girls' dresses. They was all asleep. I was working, you know. But, you know, but she put it on, look good. Now, I thought about that. Now, most people, they go to the store and they do what? They buy a pattern. Now, if you bought a pattern and you put made a dress or a shirt or a pair of slacks and it didn't fit, what are you going to do? You're going to make them over again, right? But it'd be dumb to use the same pattern that didn't work or didn't fit the first time. Y'all follow me? So if I got a size 32 pattern to make a pair of slacks, but I needed 34, and I said, well, the 32 was wrong. I missed it. So let me get some more material, and I'm going to make another pair of pants, and I get the 32 pattern out again. Dumb, right? Do we all agree? Unless I'm going to pray the, the prayer that Sam prayed, that, <laughs> that I can get them 32, you know. But it'd be dumb to go back to the same pattern that we know didn't work. Oh, y'all know where I'm going, right? So why is it that we, as God's people, go back to the same pattern that we knew didn't work? And we use that same pattern over 
and over again, expecting we're going to get a size 34 out of a 32 pattern. What's that? Insanity. To do the same thing over and over, the same pattern over and over again, and expect we're going to get different results. So we need to step back and decide, you know what? We need to look at the pattern, and we need to fix that. We need to change that. We need to find out why this isn't working and, and make some adjustments. Oh, my goodness. So, so do you think God used patterns all around us, and he ain't messed up yet? So do you think our pattern could be the problem? Everything he set in place is still in place. It's only mankind that's trying to mess up. Oh, shoot. I'm trying not to go there. He's trying to mess up God's pattern. Oh, my goodness. So just tell somebody next to you, your problem is your pattern. Huh? Hello. Say your problem is your pattern. Now I want you to make now I want you to make it personal. And whatever area of your life, say my problem is my pattern. Okay, because if it's not lining up with God's word and God's way, that's the problem. And the problem is that we're constantly trying to fix problems without changing the pattern. That don't work. Oh, my goodness. Help us, Lord. Are y'all getting this? So you, you, I mean, we, 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 we'll keep on trying to fix the problem, fix the problem, fix the problem, but we follow the same pattern and we'll never get off of stage one. We'll always be stuck, whether it's in our marriage or in our family or in our ministry or in our finances. We're still stuck in the same place because we want to follow the same pattern. I thank God for Sierra's testimony this morning. She changed the pattern and she found out, look out, it works when I use the God's pattern. Oh, come on, come on. I didn't think it would work. I was leery about it, but all of a sudden I just, okay, I'm just going to try this 32 pattern. Let's get there, people. Ah. You got to change. You know, I remember when I was in junior high, I had a typing class. I don't think they even have typing classes anymore. Do they? Do they still have Okay. Uh, I was wondering, because everybody, you know, they, maybe they just have a thumb class these days, you know, because that's all, that's all they use, you know, swiping and all that kind of stuff. You know, but in the typing class, I mean, that was a difficult class for me. I, you know, I, I hardly ever got past about 12 words a minute. Because even now, I have a hard time trying to type without looking at the keyboard. It's, it's, you know, but so, you know, I started off, and I know many of you, probably like me, amen, have perfected the hunt and peck method. You know, you know, you got you. That, uh, I don't, I don't need. I, you know, but see, it would be a whole lot faster if we would just settle down, learn the home row, and learn the what? If we just learn the pattern, amen. Then we can go a whole lot. It's gonna slow you down at first because you gotta rethink and relearn some things. But if you just push past that little learning curve. Amen. You begin to allow, you know, get, what is it, Mavis Bacon, they used to have some, you know, have the, the software type, you know, I mean, I, I had that on my computer, you know, you kill the frog, you know, if, if you get it wrong, you know, but it, it made it like a little game, you know, so you go to level to level, amen, in order to type, you know, as long as you're okay, the frog is hopping along, you know, but it, but if you hit the wrong key, the lizard reaches out his tongue and snaps it, uh, I just lost the A. You know, because you hit the wrong key. But once you learn the pattern, y'all never used that program, I can tell. Huh? <laughs> you used it, Willie? So I'm not crazy. Okay, I'm not crazy. I'm not, I'm not by myself. Okay, I got some help in here. Amen? So, so, but see what I'm saying? But once you learn the pattern, you can save the frog. Once you learn the pattern, you can type, you know, more than 12 words a minute. Once you learn the pattern, you can overcome your obstacles. But you got to learn 
how it's already laid out from the foundation of the world. God has a pattern for our lives. We don't need to come up with nothing new. We don't need to try to figure it out. We don't need to follow the world's way of doing it. We just need to come back to what he told us in his word, and we can have victory. Go with me to to Hebrews, the 8th chapter. Try to get this out. Help us, Lord. I'm hoping you're looking around your life and see, okay, what kind of pattern? Where am I still hurting today? Not getting no victory in this one. Killing everything around me because I'm not following the pattern of man. You think about it. Everything requires. If you're going to build a business, you've got to follow a pattern. To build a house, it's called a blueprint. It's really a pattern. Amen? You know, you get financial advisor, they're going to give you a pattern of investment. They're going to give you a pattern, amen, of how you handle your money. Amen. Whatever it is, amen, there's things that we have to learn how to follow. A pattern, I mean, a plumber without a pattern is going to make a mess. Think about it. Everything requires laying it out. But So in, in, in Hebrews, the eighth chapter, fifth verse, it says what? They serve at all, I mean, at a sanctuary that is a copy. Look what he says. That is a copy and sh- shadow of what is in heaven. In other words, they're not trying to figure it out by themselves. Amen. This is why Moses was warned when he was about to build the tabernacle. Look what the Lord told him. He said, see to it that you make everything according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Don't try to deviate. See to it. In other words, make sure you follow, the Lord tells him, follow the pattern I gave you. That's important. Amen. See, the problem, but the problem is this. When Moses came down from the mountain, trying to get people who didn't see what he saw to implement the pattern that he was given. That's the challenge. I mean, you, I mean, you know, as a leader, as a pastor, you know, the Lord, Lord shows me different things. Amen. I remember when we first moved into this building, he gave me a pattern. He gave me a vision of what it could be. And, boy, we're going to, I'm telling people, I want that needs to be like this, and this needs to be painted that color, and this. And, and, and what are you doing? It don't make no sense. When are you, when are you going to paint this room? Because they didn't like the color. They thought it, was, it looked like to them. It's just a triangle. No, that's the color. Okay. Even the, the remodel, people just didn't see some of the stuff coming together. Why? Huh? How's that going to work? How's that going to work? That don't go. What you been them white fellas up there when we got all these other colors in it? You know, but, but I already see the pattern. And then sometimes it's just getting people to follow what God has already shown you. You're trying to implement the pattern in something. They didn't, they didn't go to the conference with you, so they didn't hear the message. Uh, so now you got to come home and you got to try to get them to follow the pattern, amen, or, or take the next step. When they didn't see it, they didn't have that, that mountaintop experience with you. And that's so when you get off the mountain and you say, that we're going to do it this way, they're talking about, what you talking about, Willie? You know, this is the way God said. So what we got to do? We got to learn how to follow. Oh, hallelujah. Say, so you were doing all right, Pastor David, till you start talking about following. Uh, when you, till you start talking about submitting to somebody else's direction, we got to follow the Lord. Amen. Anybody got a problem with following the Lord? Anybody? I don't see no hand. I'm, 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 I'm about to say something going to hit you. When you have a problem following the man of God, you got a problem following God. Hello? And I'm not just talking about me. Anybody that God has given order and authority in your spiritual life, and you have a problem with that, you have a problem with God because he says to obey them that have the rule. And he's talking about the spiritual rule over you for their watch for your soul. I ain't listening to no man. I ain't. What are you talking about? You ain't listening to God is what you're really not listening to. That was free, okay? Huh? So, so Moses had this problem. He came down and they're doing all this crazy stuff. And he's got to go in there and try to enter and say, no, we're not supposed to be making no golden calf. That's not the pattern. That's not how we do things. 
That's not how we serve God. This is how we serve God. And then you got different ones as they go along. Oh, my goodness, there's so many places I could take you right now. You know, when they decide they want to do it their way. Huh? But we got to get to a place to realize, no, what is God's pattern? Oh, help us right now. He's trying to convey to Timothy, amen, to tell him, amen, to keep doing what you saw me do. Because I'm following the Lord. That's what Paul was trying to get across to Timothy, amen. He was telling him, amen, that you need to follow the pattern. You need to be ready to accept the suffering. Because along with the suffering is going to come blessings too, amen. But you're not going to get all blessings and no suffering. He said because the Bible would be wrong. He said, if you live godly, you you might, you could, maybe. No, it said, if you live godly, you shall suffer persecution. Things are going to come against you. That's a part of the pattern. Because, But we got to allow it to toughen us. We got to allow it to press us to become more and more determined in our faith. We got to be ready to stand when the wind blows. You know, if the trees didn't have no wind blowing, they would have no real deepness of root. So the wind makes them strong. Got to make up our mind, amen. When the wind blows, he's toughening me up. Amen. So I'm going to follow his pattern. When trouble comes in my life, when things seem like they're falling apart, God has not left me. God is building me. Think about everything that our brother Job went through. All the stuff he went through, but he didn't give up. He followed the pattern of worship. He followed the pattern of praising God and keeping him first. Amen. Even when they took curse God and died, that's not the pattern. That's not the way we roll. Amen. We, I, 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 he slayed me, yet will I trust in him. That's the pattern, amen, that I'm going to follow. I'm not going to go to the left or to the right. I'm going to stay right where God told me to stay. And that way I know I'm following the right pattern. Amen. Oh, but see, sometimes we, 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 we get this place, amen, to where we, we don't want to hear, we don't want to listen, to, you know, and we start hearing from the wrong sources. Amen. Or we, we, we get loosely connected, amen, and, and, and we, don't, we don't catch it quite right. Amen. And the further you get away from the original source, who's the original? God. Okay? The further you get away from the original, the less the pattern is effective. Amen. The pattern begins to get skewed. Amen. It begins to get some static in there. You know, what are you thinking about? You know, as we, you know, back in the day, we used to do cassette tapes. Amen. We didn't have. DVDs, amen, so you could actually use a digital format to, to copy stuff. So we use cassette tapes, a reel to reel. The only problem with that is, amen, it's an analog format. And the analog format, you know, every time you make a copy, it's deteriorated more and more because we're getting further and further away from the original, away from the master. I like that. Away from the master. Amen. So now... Some of us, amen, and I will walk with God because we've gotten so far from the master, amen, we're, we're operating on a copy of a copy of a copy. And it's, it's, the signal's not coming through clear. You're not getting the fidelity of the word that you need to get, amen, because you've gotten so far away. You're trying to do it on your own. Well, I already I heard that before, but now it's not sounding the same no more. Amen. And sometimes you've got to try to turn it up more and more because, you know, you get that hiss in there. Amen. From the election, you get all that. See, some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. But that's what happens, amen, when, when you're not getting a true copy, a true transfer, amen, from, from what they call a digital zero. That means there's no interference. You got a pure copy coming. And that's why we got to stand the word. That's why even when I, I share the word with you, anybody that shares with you, you need to be taking notes. You need to be going back to your word of God, amen, and you need to make sure this is still digital zero. This is what the word of God says, amen. It lines up, amen. So now we know what we're doing so we can all speak the same thing. It's not something different coming from everybody, amen. Well, I thought it said this. Well, I, 
No, line upon line, precept upon precept, get your emotions and your feelings and your fears and your apprehensions out the way. If the Word of God said it, that's it. Period. Amen? If, that, if he said it, now that's what he expects of us because he is what? The original. He started it off. Amen? He laid it out there. And as we do that, amen, we all begin to speak the same thing over and over again. You know, when we, I got another hat. I got another hat. Amen. Romans 12. We've been here before, amen. You know, when we look at that word pattern in the Greek, amen, it's got several different words that it translates into image, amen, example, echo. Huh? In other words, what you heard, repeat it. Amen. Don't don't try to change it. Huh? Just listen, hear, amen, and, and proceed to do, amen, what you've heard from me. That's what that's what Paul was telling us. That's what I'm telling each one of us. Romans twelve and two says this Be not conformed to the pattern. I'm still in the NIV, so it reads this way. Be not conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what? What God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Wow. If we would just not conform to the patterns of the world, we got to conform to the patterns of God, his word, his will in everything that we do. Now, it's nothing wrong with the world. Hmm? When he says, be not conformed to the world, then John 3.16 must be wrong because he said, God so loved the world. Huh? So when he's talking about the world, he's talking about the people in the world, the thinking in the world, the mindset in the world. That's why he said, be re- transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. In other words, the renewing of the patterns. Amen. So you can prove the perfect will of God. Amen. Because you're following the perfect pattern of God. That's what he's trying to get us to do. Amen. It's, again, what patterns that we choose to follow. Huh? Sometimes it's, it's, it's an amazing thing if we would just do it God's way. Stop trying to fix the problem and fix the pattern. Turn it around. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, one, 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 one bad pattern can produce multiple problems. Huh? It's just not going to swap up one. Amen. But if you fix that one problem, amen, or excuse me, you fix that one pattern, you begin to see. So we got to become more discerning. It's easy, and I know most of y'all are going through it, but it's easy to point out the problem. Huh? In our life, and especially in other people's lives, it's easy to point out the problem. But it takes a little bit of closer look and a little more discernment, a little more caring to identify the pattern. Amen? And sometimes, you know, when you, when you start dealing with the pattern, people get uncomfortable because that's what they become used to. That's what they become comfortable with, of their, their, the pattern of their actions or their thoughts and their responses. Amen? The way they do things. And see? Don't 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 mess with don't mess with me. Just fix my problem, but don't 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 try to fix me. You know how it is? Don't don't try to fix me. Just 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 fix the problem. I just want the problem to go away. Well, guess what? The problem is not going to go away if we don't fix the pattern. If we don't fix the problem in you, you're still going to end up with the same product because the problem the, the, the pattern is producing the product which you call the problem help me help us here we got to change something amen what do you want to produce and you got to begin to say if, if if you don't like what you're producing you can't just look at the problem you got to look at the pattern the pattern is the problem now if, if y'all if y'all follow me Amen. So what is it I mean, it, it, that, that we need to do? We need to take a closer look on the inside. Think about the woman that has the five husbands. And now she's living with a sixth one that's not her husband. You think there's a pattern? You know, 
it's amazing how I, we, we see people, amen, they go from relationship to relationship to relationship, or, or from city to city, or church to church, and they always end up with the same problem. And the reason is because no matter what church, what relationship, what city they go to, they're taking the same pattern with them. And we can spend all kinds of time, like I said, trying to fix the problem, but no. We got to get back, amen. So we got to ask ourselves, you know, is there any patterns in me that keep me stuck where I'm at? Am I having a problem that getting over this? Or, you know, we, we, there's patterns, amen, that, that, that mess us up. Do you know unforgiveness is a pattern? Oh. Uh, you know, and, and you keep resulting the same thing over and over again. But on the other hand, see, that's a worldly pattern because Jesus talked against that one. But this is a pattern that we all need to learn how to master. Love is a pattern. That's a pattern that produces a good product. Oh, but well, that's okay. But we, so we so we got to ask ourselves, which pattern are we following? Which one are we holding on to? Because I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of stressed. I'm tired of being mad. I'm tired of being upset. I'm tired of being broke. I'm tired of being scared. I'm tired of being, you know. Uh, but you're not tired of the pattern. Not helping anybody this morning, huh? Wait a minute. See, this this applies to leaders as well as laity. I mean, we can have the same patterns going on in the ministry over and over again, and wonder why we can't get nowhere, why we keep hitting the ceiling. Why? Because you haven't produced a pattern that's giving you the results that you desire. You keep on doing the same stuff over and over again, expecting it's going to bring different results. Guess what, Pastor David? You need to change something, uh, and that's why we're looking at. All the things that we're trying to look at right now to change the strategy and the vision so we can get to a place, amen, to where now we can produce the things that we need to produce and get rid of these, these, these stagnant places. Because this is not just personal life. It, it, the enemy likes to get us off in ministry as well, in any area that he can, amen, to cause us not to. So how do we develop new patterns? we got to get in the Word of God. Because they, what did God say in this situation? What examples do we find throughout his word, amen? And they are there. But we got to get to the place, amen, where we stop blaming, amen, it on something else. On, and we got to stop blaming and do something different. Uh, because as long as you blame, you're not willing to change your pattern. Blame is another pattern if you, if you, if you need to know that. Amen? When we take, you stop blaming and take responsibility, now something can happen. Something can change because it's going to cause you to change. You to be more responsive, amen, in the things that you do. Hallelujah, Lord. You know, Jesus had patterns. You know, as we, we look in the scripture, I'm almost done because I know y'all say, man, y'all need to get this. Oh, we need to get this. Amen. Because a lot of people, they, man, they want to come up with their own way of doing things, figure it out on their own. But even Jesus, he said, I do nothing of myself. Only what the Father gives me to do. You know, I mean, and he said that very many times in different ways. But, you know, even when he went into Nazareth, look at Luke 4, 4 and 16. He says, and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, I, I might read it like this. As his pattern was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. His custom was to go to the synagogue. We call it the church. That was his custom. On the Sabbath day, he was going to be in the house of God. Amen. He made up his mind, amen, that that's, that's where he needed to be, amen. Why? Because the Lord said that day holy unto him. Amen. But see, there are those now that say, well, that's really not necessary. I just catch it on TV. Huh? You know, right? I, 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 I'll just get the tape. You know, I, I'll just listen to the radio. You know, no, 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 no. I got XM radio, you know, so I'm good. No, what's it say in Hebrews 10? 
let's, let's, let's go to Hebrews 10, verse 23 to 25. It says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. That's what he's talking about. And I'm still in, in, in the King James one. Listen, without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. That sounds like a pattern to me. Amen? Then he goes on to say in the 25th verse, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Sounds like a pattern. Amen? That's a bad pattern. You don't forsake the assembly. He said, don't do that. Don't do that. He said, but what did he say? But exhort one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. He said, don't do less. Do more. Gather more. Come together more. Provoke one another more. Amen. That's the way we got to be. And we got to be like they were in Acts in the second chapter. He said, you know, in the 42nd verse, he said, they continued steadfastly. They continued steadfastly in the apostle doctrine and breaking the bread and the fellowship and the prayer. Amen. They didn't quit. And that's how the church grew because they were steadfast following the pattern that was given. Amen. And we got to make up our mind, people. It's time to identify the patterns that's in our lives that stop us. To identify, amen, those things that keep us from moving forward. Why? Because we don't want to let go because it has made us secure where we are. No, 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 no. See, God has patterns throughout his word, amen, for us to follow. Amen. So sometimes, you know, we just got to break some of those things that, that cause us not to walk like God wants us to walk. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Because the Bible said that they that compare themselves amongst themselves is not wise. It's not smart to compare yourself against others. And some of y'all just need to get off Facebook because every time you get on there, make you feel bad. You, 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 you're trying to be like somebody else. You want your profile to be like their profile. Uh, that's comparing. You know, you know you're comparing and you're comparing. Uh, putting stuff all out there. You know, some, some things, that, you know, it's a pattern. I just got, you know, I got to see what's going on in their life. How about see what's going on in the Word of God? Uh, I ain't got time to be looking at everybody else's life. I got enough stuff going on in my own life. Uh, let me be trying to figure out, okay, well, I got to keep up with the latest. Latest what? Some of that, I, Jesus said, you help me, Holy Spirit. Some of that stuff on there, you, we, we, we following and we believe it ain't even true. They trying to make you think they got it going on, and they all jacked up. Huh? Huh? Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. Why do we take the time? Oh, no, no, no. Let me say it like this. Why do we waste the time? Huh? The Bible tells us to count our days, to number our days. Amen. And, and you know, we got to redeem the time. I don't have time to follow somebody else's stuff. I don't have time, amen, to put my life on. Oh, preacher. If I'm going to talk about my wife, I'm going to talk to my wife. Why am I getting all the way over there? Because somebody need to hear it. Huh? Now think about it. Me and, me and Pastor Linda, you know, we don't, we, don't, we don't talk to each other. We deal with each other. Thank God. That don't mean we don't, we've always agreed. But if I go and, 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 you know, I put her on Facebook, I'm so mad at you. Did you just got off the phone and you put me under the bus? I don't know all that junk y'all be putting out there, you know. And, and then that evening we make up. Huh? But I don't go back and, and retract all that stuff. And even if I try to go back and retract it, I done already made it look crazy and made myself look crazy too. Because I can't hold nothing. Mm. You know, and, and don't think I hate Facebook. I don't hate Facebook. I, I think if, if, if it's used, it can be used properly to glorify God, to encourage, to provoke. But the problem is, not enough people use it like that. Can I just say that? Keep your rocks in your pocket, okay? I, 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 I'm not surfing your Facebook page. I ain't looked at nobody's Facebook page in a long time, amen. The only time I've ever looked at one is when my kids came over and left it on there and it popped up. So, I, I don't have time. Huh? You know who's really looking at your Facebook page? The Lord. Huh? Every time you you put stuff on there, he already knows. He see, amen. He knows the thoughts and intents. 
Hello, Christians. Am I talking to the church here? Ah, amen. So we we got to get this. I'm gonna stop. But just I, I got to. But we got to make up our mind. What pattern are we living in here? What pattern is it that that we got to decide? You know what? If God said this is a good way to do it, it's a pretty good bet that it'll work to our advantage. If we would just yield and get ourselves out the way, say, Lord, let me do it your way. Amen. So let's stand together. We got to surrender to God. Lord, recognizing him and who he is, the Savior, because our, 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 